What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc. Binge watch the playlist every single week as Josh Eisenberg and myself, Justin LeVar, breaking down what you need to know. And of course, it's pay-per-view weekend in Pittsburgh, Extreme Rules, which means we're telling you, you got to go play WrestleRumble.com. That's right, you go to WrestleRumble.com, make your predictions about the outcomes of the match. Each question is worth a certain amount of points. He who has the most points, or she, ends up being top prize winner. You can see all the prize money listed on their website. It's a lot of fun. Compete against Josh, myself, and hundreds of others around the country. WrestleRumble.com. Josh, let's get into the predictions here on a 10-match card as we have it at the moment. Let's kick it off with one of the title matches. Extreme rules, but at the moment, a lack of extreme stipulations. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to get a U.S. title match of Jeff Hardy up against Shinsuke Nakamura. Are you excited for this one? Um, it's interesting because after the Shinsuke Nakamura dog bite, um, you know, he was off of television for a while, and you weren't sure when he was going to be back. And this feat was starting to be very interesting to me because they actually gave Jeff Hardy his creative ability backstage, whether it was a really short promo or whether it was painting his face and coming out into the ring and really establishing himself as uh, more than just, obviously, Team Extreme. And that's what they wanted to do with Jeff Hardy. Um, I would have loved this match to be a ladder match um, for multiple reasons. Obviously, uh, the mid-card championships are always, you know, best whenever there's a, a good stipulation you're not a cage match not a no holds barred match but a ladder match things like that the intercontinental championship the u.s championship things like that but that would have been perfect for me for this match and it could have easily helped that nakamura was off of television for a couple of weeks jeff hardy got to pick his own stipulation and obviously what better way than a ladder match for jeff hardy to try and retain but i think at the end of the day i think i'm going to go it's going to be weird, but I do think Nakamura ends up winning because I do think we get a rematch of this at SummerSlam. I think these two guys can carry a long program into the winter month or into the fall and winter months. Well, while there is no stipulation uh, as we know it now, uh, that doesn't mean that obviously they couldn't True. then, you know, with, with, with lack of uh, expectation, it doesn't mean that the ref might let the rules go a little loose because it's extreme rules and maybe Jeff Hardy does pull out a ladder since that's his weapon of choice. Um, mm. I, I think this match could have a lot of potential. I like, you know, 
I might be more excited for the potential of these two than what I have been over the, some of the AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura. I think there's a lot of potential here. I love the you know the Jeff Hardy constant re, you know reinvention of himself. I think he, I think he's going to hold on to the title here. I could see this going on like you said well, with with some more, but I, I would see Jeff Hardy holding on to this title and um, you know having Jeff had been out for some time and now that now they got him back on track in a singles run they got again they're they're, they're trying to do something with his appearance i think they're going to try to build some legit momentum around him you know the guys guys over 40 so you know how many more runs do you going are you going to go and his body going to withstand and being able to hold a title so uh, i'd say as long as he's healthy let's keep it going and see if he can help build up some heat behind uh, the artist known as Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura moving on let's go to Constable Corbin Constable Corbin <laughs> itsy bitsy spider and all up against Finn Balor I mean, I obviously think that Finn Balor should win this match. I wouldn't be surprised if WWE pulls uh, the cover from under our eyes and makes Baron, Baron uh, Constable Baron Corbin become victorious here. Again, another feud that I wouldn't necessarily know I was excited to see until a couple of weeks ago. I hate the gear for Baron Corbin. It, it, it's awful. I understand he can be a constable, but how about let's change him when he's in the ring to his actual ring gear because he still is a wrestler. You don't need him to wear the vest and the shirt like corporate game did. You add that extra vest. He just... He looks unappealing to me in that. And he doesn't look like a badass because you can't see his tattoos. You can't see what was so marketable or interesting about him before was that ink, everything around him. And the hair, obviously, thank God, is gone. And, you know, you and him have a great look together. I think you guys would be a fantastic team down the road. But um, in this match, I, I'm going to go with Finn Balor. Um, but don't be surprised if they want to have uh, Constable Corbin uh, get one from behind and, you know, do a little tactics, dirty tactics, and pick up the win. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I get the corporate aspect of uh, him, you know, not look, not looking like he did with the tattoos and him looking a little more corporate, wearing the vest and such, but I will say it is, it is, it is sweating and messing up some very nice clothes, so uh, I, I, feel, I feel bad for the, for the men's warehouse or whatever, wherever he's going. David Allen, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to go Corbin, though, for the win. I'm going to say Corbin gets the win over here. I know it's going to aggravate the fans of Pittsburgh and aggravate most people uh, to see Finn lose to Corbin, Constable Corbin as that, but I, I, think, uh, I think right now, since Corbin's kind of got the... He's got the momentum in the, in, the, in the sense of he continues to kind of one-up and outsmart uh, and seem more credible at the moment as an authority figure mm -hmm. than Kurt Angle. I think it, it will continue on. The Corbin's going to get a victory, uh, obviously probably uh, dirty, but nonetheless a yeah. uh, victory. And one of the premier matches that we got that, 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 is, that, is, that is anchoring this show, uh, Pittsburgh, a very fitting place, that the reunion of Team Hell No challenging for the SmackDown tag titles against the Bludgeon Brothers. This is a, an attempt for WWE to make their tag team division, which I think is extremely strong. I mean, look at this card, Justin. You're not seeing Sheamus and Cesaro. You're not seeing the Usos. You're not seeing the New Day. Three tag teams that have carried WWE tag team wrestling over the past four years. Um, you know, especially the New Day. You know, as good as the New Day has been and how consistent they've been, they've not been put on the card. But I think this match is a way of WWE putting the tag titles on bigger names. And I don't think Daniel Bryan and Kane need tag team championships. I think the reunion's cool, it's fun, it's whatever. Um, but the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, the biggest problem with the Bludgeon Brothers is their name, right? Like the name and the gimmicky um, sledgehammers or, or whatever they whatever they come out with. Mallet. That's oh. Mallet, sure. Thank you, Brett. I couldn't think of the word. But that is the problem that the Bludgeon Brothers haven't connected. If they came back as Harper and Rowan and didn't have this gimmick, People would really like them because they would feel a little bit of what they had in the Wyatt family, but also establishing their own personas and their own unique style. Uh, they didn't do that. So I think you got to go with Team Hell No here because I do think those two guys could potentially be an anchor of that tag team division and have great feuds against Sheamus and Cesaro, against, uh, you know, obviously against the Usos and against the New Day. 
See, I got to disagree here. Um, really? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, Team Hono could anchor a division, but again, it goes back to what we've discussed in the past. You know, not knowing. Uh, let's let's even say that they're working us, and that they and, and, and which would be smart if they are. Let's just say that that, that, mm-hmm. that WWE and Dana Bryan have come to an agreement, and Bryan is going to be around for another you know x amount of years. Um, I, I just I, I think you got you got to get back to the Bryan and Miz. I just I can't get over that. I don't see I don't see them. I think even if Brian was sticking around, I don't know if I can see them dragging it all the way around to to WrestleMania. Now, granted, if they were going to do that, I guess Team Hell No would be a way to occupy some months. But I just don't believe it. I, I just, I, I, in my gut, I don't think Brian has yet resigned. He might know what he's going to do. He might have made his mind up, but I don't think he's made it clear to WWE. So therefore, I got to think WWE. You know, this is a way to pop some you know, to, to pop this Extreme Rules show, which had a lot of creative last-minute changes uh, over, over the recent weeks. You know, it, yeah. it, it needed something. Um, it, it, you know, it was it like when they tried to put the Shield back together when they desperately tried to do something like that. They a nostalgia act in a way. I'm not comparing Team Hell No to yeah. the Shield, yeah. but a nostalgia act that's going to draw some extra interest in a pay-per-view that might not necessarily do that. And that's what I think this is. You know, this is very much a, a bridge the gap show. Um, this is this is this is this is a, you know a show on, on the eve of, of the second biggest. So, um, you know, I, I just don't see Team Hell No winning titles. Now, if they do, it'll be fun. It'll be great. I'm sure we'll get some fun segments. SmackDown's been writing some great segments uh, for for things like this. So, if they do, no no harm, no foul. But I, I think uh, WWE kind of strategically waited with the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, we they they eased them in and they they struck with it. Um, so I just I could see them holding on to the titles, and I think Brian they got different plans for him. Uh, especially again, how long are you going to have Team Hell No potentially anchor a tag division? Yeah. When Kane has just said, if he wins as a mayor, he's going to focus on being a mayor, and that election's coming in November, so we're coming we're coming into peak uh, peak you know final campaign month. So I just a lot of pieces just don't fit for me to see Team Hell No walk away with tag titles. But we'll find out what it is, and we'll find out how you do on WrestleRumble.com based upon your predictions. Uh, again, you compete against Josh, myself, all a cast of people. It's fun. They release the results, so you can see where you rank amongst everybody. We got more chair shot rally coming up here on Wrestling Inc. Binge watch the playlist. We still got to talk about the Iron Man match, a cage match. What's going to happen with Ronda Rousey? Is she going to jump the barricade? Plus Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. We can't wait. Binge watch playlist of chair shot rally on Wrestling Inc. On this birthday week for Josh Eisenberg. Mm -hmm. Send him your love at Josh Eisenberg four, uh, and of course he does have his Amazon wish list, just like all the uh, all the all the working girls do. Uh, so whatever he wants, you can uh, purchase it for him. <laughs> uh, Josh coming back to Pittsburgh for Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules hosting uh, Extreme Rules here it, 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 again. We said it earlier, a, a lack of extreme to it. Uh, but then again, um, they could always maybe throw some 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 last minute stipulations on the day of if they feel they need it. Uh, but let's start off with a tag team match from the Raw side. As we have the Deleters of Worlds and Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy up against the B team, the B team on an incredible winning streak. It's a winning streak unlike any other that we've seen. It's in comparison to Goldberg, to Oscar. I mean, look at these guys each and every week picking up victories left and right. Um, but their dream comes crashing down and becomes a nightmare to extreme rules. I think Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy retain um, you know, the Bray Wyatt scare of him being injured a couple of weeks ago. We're all good with that. Thankfully, he is safe from that car accident. Um, but I do think uh, this match has the potential to be a really good technical match. Um, it just depends on how much time they get. Obviously, it's a four-hour pay-per-view now. They have 10 matches. But if they can give 12 to 15 minutes, that's really the sweet spot for a lot of these tag team matches on pay-per-views. 12 to 15 minutes, give them enough time to work. Um, as much as I would like to see an upset with the B team, and I think the crowd in Pittsburgh would actually pop, even though a lot of people love Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt there, 
Um, you got to go with the the established hands at this time of year. SummerSlam is coming up. If you're going to put the Raw Tag Team Championship on there, you got to have Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, and you got to have both of them carrying the straps heading into uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I have a hard time uh, justifying putting the titles on on the V team uh, unless unless there is something with Bray Wyatt that that, that nobody will know and, and except the parties involved. Unless there is either any anger or any injury that they're concealing. Otherwise, I can't see why how you can justify taking the tag titles off of him, Matt Hardy, in favor of the B team. While while we always ask for people to get utilized and to give guys a chance. Look, the B-team's been given a chance, and the B-team's credibility has jumped up, so it doesn't mean that the B-team has to go back to uh, the show main event. I mean, the B-team could uh, continue to try to uh, evolve and be a relevant factor uh, in the Monday Night Raw tag situation, but I just don't think giving them the tag titles right now, I mean, I, you know, look, it's, it's one thing to do the whole imitation thing, but I, I just I don't know if that's enough to take the titles now. Now, if, if this match, if something great happens the way they lay, lay this match out, and you can... Um, make a case for expanding it into SummerSlam and adding the stipulation or adding more pieces to the puzzle or what have you, okay. But as it stands right now, it would be a weird, uh, yet surprising, um, victory if the B-team does come out and walk away with tech titles. And how funny is Curtis Axel's best work is him impersonating people. I mean, he goes back to Hulk Hogan, he yeah. did Macho Man, all that. And that's what we get from him. And speaking of impersonations, as we saw at Money in the Bank, an impersonator of the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, was revealed as James Ellsworth, uh, and helping Carmella retain. Well, now we have a rematch at Extreme Rules. Carmella and Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Justin, who do you got in this one? I got to go with Carmella. Again, this is a little bit of a, a show bridging the gap. Uh, if Oscar's going to win the title, again, I don't see it being here. Um, and, you know, James Ellsworth only had one outcome that he altered in a pay-per-view, and that was his return, obviously, last month. So uh, there's certainly a pl- plenty of other creative situations they could do to get out of this. And for, once again, for for um, Money Mella to, to you know, squirm her way out uh, thanks to James Ellsworth. So I think this is, could definitely go again um, to, to another match. Uh, you know, whether, whether it's a fatal four-way at SummerSlam, as we've talked about in the past, that there's a lot of viable females in the SmackDown, or whether this branches off in itself and you have Ellsworth in a shark cage, since that's become a popular thing in these last few years. I don't know, but I, I can't see Carmella dropping it just yet. I agree with you. I think Carmella retains the championship. Um, when Asuka does win the SmackDown Championship, for as much as she hasn't been deemed important or really valuable, I know she's been in the championship picture, but obviously after WrestleMania, she took a little bit of downtime, and then she came back and, and faced Carmella, and there's been other storylines that have dominated women's wrestling, whether it's on Raw or SmackDown. I still think to bring her back up into importance and relevance is having her win on a big stage. And I'm not saying Extreme Rules in Pittsburgh isn't a big stage, um, but at the same time, like we've talked, this is a bridge gap pay-per-view to SummerSlam. And I love the idea of a fatal four-way. I love the idea of potentially Oscar, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and uh, Carmella. You know, all those four women deserve an opportunity uh, at SummerSlam. I think that match is the one that they're really looking forward to. And I think something like that, a multi-woman match at SummerSlam. But this match here at Extreme Rules, Ellsworth will get involved. Ellsworth will continue again. And we will see this fatal four-way where Carmella could potentially win that again. And maybe not have Ellsworth, but pick up a quick pinfall on a Charlotte or a Becky Lynch. So there's opportunities for Carmella to continue to establish her heel persona and her heel gimmick, and she's doing a great job with it. I'm always been, I've always been entertained with what Carmella's done on SmackDown. And of course, things like this are, are what you want to think about uh, playing WrestleRumble.com, as you can make predictions and, and win money. Of you know, who do you think is going to win? And over under on match times, a lot of fun. Uh, one thing that's going to be fun to answer some questions about is the steel cage match on this show. Uh, one of the more entertaining things going on and on the on the lengthy Monday Night Raws here in the middle of the of summer. That's of course Kevin Owens uh, having to keep away. 
from Braun Strowman. Uh, Josh, I mean, Braun, he obviously he's got the briefcase, you know, momentum's behind him. Um, you got to think this is just a, a platform to show some, another ridiculous Braun spot, obviously a breaking of a cage. Uh, he rips the cage from the rafter. I don't know, but this, this I mean, I, I don't see a Kevin Owens victory here, do you? No, I don't see a Kevin Owens victory here. Um, good for Kevin Owens, though, to be honest with you, because whenever Kevin Owens was going into uh, WrestleMania, you know, he had this, this feud that was kind of overlooked really you know him and Sami Zayn were doing great things but it was more on Daniel Bryan's return uh him and Shane did great things and now you're being put with a guy who is not difficult to have a few with because Braun is unique and different but it's also always going to be difficult for him to look strong to look important you know the prize fighter Kevin Owens is no longer in WWE he's not the guy that wants to brawl with everybody when he did that when he first came and I understand the transition the evolution of his character because you want him to be that dastardly heel but also the guy who sneaks his way out and becomes cowardly when he needs to be and his comedic background I think has been great with this with Braun Strowman. This could be one huge spot with Braun. Um, I don't think the match, you know, by any stretch of the imagination ends the card. We can talk about that, you know, in this segment or next segment on, on what should end the mat uh, end the pay-per-view. But I think hands down Braun Strowman wins this and it's gonna be a maybe eight, ten minute match, nothing crazy, but like you said, one big spot that people will be talking about the next day. Well I could see yeah, this next yeah. match uh, ending the show if they want to give a big enough finale. And that is, of course, 30 minutes of an Iron Man match. Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, Intercontinental title on the line. And, you know, a 30-minute Iron Man match, uh, you know, we've seen... I, usually when you have an Iron Man match, usually that is what ends the show. Um, you know, and, and, the, and the ones we've seen over the history of WWE, um, they usually tend to end the show. So, again, that could happen here. But I think, you know, I, IC title, not to say the IC title is not important, and it's the highest-ranking title on Monday Night Raw currently that's, that's there... Uh, each week, but you you need to end with a big bang, uh, considering you'd, you'd be putting it behind, you'd be putting it, you know, after some other matches here. And I think if this is gonna if this is gonna end the show, I think you have to see something big like a return of a Dean Ambrose. Um, you know, and you could see an Ambrose. You could, I could see it being a tie coming down to the wire, 28, 29 minutes in, uh, and Ambrose maybe screws Rollins. Um, you think he's gonna come out and even the, even the numbers of, of, of you know with with McIntyre who's still gonna be allowed to be at ringside as far as we know uh, I can see this being a return of a Dean Ambrose I mean even if Ambrose doesn't turn it's still big enough to have him come out uh, but I think it would take something like that uh, for this to end the show but uh, of course you'd be in the show in the ending the show probably the best bell to bell match of the night yeah so I want this to end the show because I think it has given getting gotten the opportunity to shine on raw I think it's one of the most consistent and uh, interesting storylines because People still love Dolph Ziggler, maybe not as much as they did five years ago, but people still care about Dolph Ziggler. People are loving what Drew McIntyre is doing for obvious reasons. You pointed out on Twitter about his athleticism, his uh, um, you know the, the tree of woe whenever he did the crunch up. And it just looks amazing. Yeah. For a guy who's 270 pounds, 265 pounds, doing that, super easy for him. to. It's amazing to me. Um, I want this to end. I want everything that you said happened with Dean Ambrose coming and turning. Um, I think that is the best way to do a few things. To have Dolph Ziggler still kind of be, uh, you know, a focal point of the Intercontinental Championship. Obviously, he's the champion, so him and McIntyre can focus on their next victim. And also have Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. A Dean Ambrose that's different. We haven't had a heel Dean Ambrose 100%. So as much as we've seen Ambrose and Rollins feud over the years, and as much as we've seen them together, the best, I think, is yet to come with Dean Ambrose returning. So I'm excited to see what happens in this match. I think it has earned the right to end Extreme Rules. But at the same time, is it going to get as much credit as it would since it's a four-hour show some of these main events the crowd's dying you know would this be better on the beginning of the card maybe not the Ambrose return but would this be better to get everybody going for 30 minutes and that's a, <laughs> a very valid point um 
the fact that yeah, you know, the, the length of these shows, you know, a thirty-minute match. And not to mention, lengthier matches seem to be coming more than norm in WWE and just across the wrestling world. Whether it's across the wrestling world because guys are going out there, uh, you know, 46-year-old Chris Jericho can go to Japan and put on 45-minute matches with no rest holds. Or, you know, we see 20, 25-minute TV matches on Raw because they, they take so many commercial breaks to, to, mm -hmm. to, to kill time. So, <clears throat> you know, a 30-minute match isn't necessarily the novelty as what it once would have been. And, of course, it's not the authentic 60-minute match. Uh, you know, the gimmick here, obviously, is the fact that there can be multiple decisions and it's going to be, you know, be ran up like a hockey scoreboard here. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a very valid point, is that this could this might be suited better to be put somewhere else in the show. But I do think if, if we're watching and looking at predictions, if, uh, if we get to that final hour and it looks like, okay, they are positioning this to be the final 30 mm -hmm. minutes of the show, then I think we got to look for a big surprise uh, like a Dean Ambrose. Let us know what you think at Josh Eisenberg4 on Twitter, at Justin Labar. Of course, you can comment on the video below. We really do appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who not only watches the video, but you can also hear just the audio format if you subscribe to Wrestling Inc. on all the different audio platforms. Binge watch it all here. Wrestling Inc. Give me the chair shot rally. We got, we got one more to go, including Rusev Day, Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss, and the big dog versus Bobby Lashley. Josh Eisenberg's birthday week, it's Rusev Day, it's Extreme Rules, a lot of things to celebrate coming up this week uh, as we hear Chair Shot Reality previewing Extreme Rules in Pittsburgh, and of course we encourage you to play WrestleRumble.com. Just right now, open up a tab on your device or your computer, just type in WrestleRumble.com, check it out, you'll see the prize list, it's legit, they've been doing it for several years, uh, plenty of players around, uh, around the uh, world playing, it's a lot of fun, make your predictions on who's going to win, potentially win some money. Uh, let's start with a prediction, Josh. It's, it's, it's got to be pretty much the layup of the night, uh, which is unfortunate because you got two guys who are so uh, so interesting to the crowd. Uh, one who is the, the, the hot babyface and AJ Styles, the WWE champion, and then the other who continues to rally the crowd. WWE wavers week to week whether or not he's acting like a face or a heel, but nonetheless, it will be Rusev Day in Pittsburgh. Rusev getting his first uh, WWE championship challenge ever, but uh, I, I can't see any Rusev victory here. <laughs> Yeah, I, as much as it'd be a shock and something that would have people talking, <laughs> Rusev becoming uh, WWE champion, I think I think this is the biggest layup of the night. I think AJ Styles retains. Um, I do think this falls relatively later in the card. I think you'll see this since it is a WWE championship match and there is no universal championship uh, being defended again. Uh, I do think that this is either the match before the main event or you know, you know maybe two matches before. I don't think this ends the show. Um, if it ends the show, then you have to pique your interest and think, what is going on here? What's happening? Um, but this is going to be a really good match. I think we have seen a lot of Rusev over the years, um, whether it was feuding with John Cena, whether it was um, having his reign as United States champion before actually obviously dropping it to Cena, um, having different tag teams, having different storylines. Um, we haven't seen him face a competitor like AJ Styles. And that's a kudos to AJ Styles' background. AJ Styles is at the top of his game. AJ Styles is the best wrestler, wrestler in the world right now. Him and Seth Rollins, one and two in my mind, in WWE. Uh, so I think that AJ Styles and Rusev, I would love these guys to get 20, 20 to 25 minutes to work really good at ring work, real bell-to-bell. -bell. Rusev can do that. He's a super athlete for a reason. He's not the tallest guy, but he's the most, one of the most athletic, quote, big men that they have. So give them enough time and ultimately end it maybe with an Aiden English trying to interfere and uh, help Rusev, but it backfires into an AJ Styles phenomenal forum. I wouldn't be opposed to this match 
starting the show. And I know that some people yeah. get really funny about world titles starting, but you know, um, it, you know, it, we, you know, we've you know at this point we've seen it's we've seen world title matches open up WrestleMania. If they can open up WrestleMania, they can open up Extreme Rules. If 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 you know that the match kind of has a predictability, and if you know you have enough stuff to anchor it to make sure people don't tune out, you have Daniel Bryan and Kane still to come. You you have Roman Reigns still to come. You have Braun. You have Ziggler and and, and Rollins. So you, I think you have so much that you have enough other attractions that you could get away with putting this. You know, just have the have the show star with Aiden English come out, sing to the crowd. The crowd's gonna be hot, ready for it. And at least if the crowd. Uh, is gonna you know be a little disappointed in some regard. Not that they're not fans of AJ Styles, but they're gonna be a little disappointed in some regard that Rusev Day loses on, you know, or Rusev loses on Rusev Day. On Rusev Day, <laughs> at, at, at least it gets it out of the way at the first match, and you can move on and give them, uh, you know, th- you know, three and a half more hours uh, of action. So, but yeah, AJ Styles, um, you know, barring anything unfortunate and catastrophic, which would be either injury or suspension, <laughs> uh, you know, Rusev uh, not gonna grab the title this go around. Moving on to the women's title on Raw, this one's going to be interesting. Uh, maybe not, maybe not as much as the ladies inside of the ring, but the lady who will be outside of the ring, sitting front row, buying a ticket with the rest of the Jamokes, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax with Ronda Rousey, sitting ringside in the Steel City. <sighs> rest of the Jamokes, huh, Justin? Myself included. I will tell, tell you this: if there is a camera shot where she's right next to you, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. We get it, Justin. You're sitting. We get it. Okay, it's. We, oh, we understand. I'm, I'm, you know? I'm, I'm going to be bumped to the nosebleeds because of Ronda Rousey. You talking about that's that? okay. You know, come join me. That's all right. It's, it's always much more fun up there anyway. So I don't need our TV time anymore. But uh, this match is going to be interesting. Obviously, for the Ronda Rousey effect, um, I do think she jumps the barricade. I do think security tries to break her up because I think that she's going to be taunted by both of them. You know, um, my biggest problem with this entire feud is I'm not sure what to think of Nia Jax. And it's not Nia Jax's fault. She doesn't know what the hell she is every other day. She's a heel. She's a face. She hates Alexis. She's okay with Alexis. She hates Ronda. She loves Ronda. Like, it's so strange to me over the past six months that we've gotten so many different Nia Jaxes, especially in the past month or two uh, with Ronda Rousey. So I think Alexa Bliss wins. I think she retains. Um, but it's the, but at the same time, well, not – I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to say because I don't know if I see Alexa versus Ronda being the match that Ronda wins the championship at SummerSlam. You know, would you want a bigger Nia Jax for her to defeat? It's it, it's really a tricky one for me. I'm, I'm, what do you think? I'm not sure. Well, I have some likes and dislikes. I like the fact that they are in it that, that they are advertising Ronda's going to be there. Okay, uh, so I think that's good. Um, mm. It's her first appearance for, for, uh, with WWE in Pittsburgh. So I like the fact that they're still making her a bit of a draw by saying you know she's going to be there. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, but at the same time, that said, and I know that's, a, that's that's what they have to do to allow her to be advertised and still follow the continuity of her being suspended. Um, you know, look, we've seen her front row. She was front row when she was legitimately not part of the company, and that went over well. It went over great at WrestleMania 31 when she's there, like the rest of the celebrities are at WrestleMania, and she got brought into the fold. Huge surprise. Went over great. One of the best segments in the history of WrestleMania. If if we have not if we had not seen her first WWE match. Her sitting ringside in this situation would would it would come across a little more real and a little more authentic because you could have one of the ladies taunt her and then you have the big the big melee. Um, but the fact that she's already competed at Mania, she just had a match last month. Uh, it just it, it takes a little bit away from it, I, you know. So I I don't, I don't know. I guess it's really going to come down to execution. Uh, and you're right, you know, Alexa Bliss, she's a great pro wrestling heel. But Ronda, just like Brock, you got to bring a little bit different formula into how into who you put her in the ring with, and I mean she could she could legitimately you know destroy Alexa Bliss. We know this in a physical fight because of the size. 
Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if Ronda winning against Alexa is the thing to do, if it's at SummerSlam. You know, I, I, I feel pretty strongly and I'm, and I'm hearing whispers that they're going to do the first ever women's pay-per-view at some point later this year. So maybe that's the place where you have Ronda Rousey um, get her victory. You know, it, it's all going to be a matter of timing. What can they make happen? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and see the execution here. But, but nonetheless, in playing Wrestle Rumble, I don't see Alexa Bliss losing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to me, and yeah, that's one match that it's kind of a flip, a flip of the coin. But why would they have that cash in kind of expire so quickly? You know, she she cashed in, she became champion. Why give it away the next month just to have Ronda Rousey suspended and, and, and extend that? So that'll be interesting. But one match I don't know many people find extremely interesting. It's going to be interesting what the crowd thinks in Pittsburgh. Bob Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Justin, who you got? Come out here, Bobby. Come out here, Bobby. Um. Nope, that's our president, by the way. Yes, that is our president. <laughs> Come out here, Bobby. Come out here, Bobby. I wonder if you ask him, if you wonder if you ask President Trump, do you remember Bob Lashley? Do you remember? Of course him? not. <laughs> of course he does. Um, all right. I was going to do an impression, but I'm just going to stay away from it. Uh, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns here. Um, you know, I, this match is not so much, you know, look, I mean, look, both these guys are athletic. They're, they're talented in the ring, despite the, the, the harsh criticism they get. Uh, Reigns particularly. Uh, so it, it could be a very entertaining match. And the problem is it, it, they're going to work their ass off, just like Jinder and Roman did. And, and, and the, crowd's just, it, it, the crowd's just not going to connect with it. I think we can, you know, they, they can try whatever they want, but for the most part, until it gets to that final, you know, Reigns, Punch, and Spear, until it gets to the final go-home, you know, the crowd's going to mostly just try to be, you know, obstinate towards it. Um, so the performers have to be aware of that. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to watch it. I'll appreciate it, all that stuff, yada, yada. But I, I, I'm not that excited for the match itself, bell to bell. You know, like, it's not that it's not going to get me on the edge of my seat of what's going to happen here, because I, I think it's a Roman Reigns victory. I'm more or less interested, okay, what's next? Because, you know, this match, we think, should still have some effect to the Universal Championship, and then that's a whole other story uh, uh, given Brock's actions at UFC last weekend. So um, I, I'm intrigued by this match, but probably for all the wrong reasons. I want to see where they put it on the show. I want to see how much of a, a car crash it causes with the fans. Um, is it just Reigns and Lashley? Do we get somebody? I don't know who, who but you know, I, I'm, I'm a, there's a lot of things about this that are intriguing, but probably not for the reason that WWE wants us to be intrigued for. But nonetheless... Um, you know, pe- people are going to poo-poo on it, but hey, I'll tell you this: to all those people, and this is the du- this is the this is what the WWE is saying back to you. For all those people that are going to that are going to you know uh, crap on it, all those people are going to be sitting there in their seats, and they're not going to be getting up going to the bathroom because they are, they whether they admit it or not, they have some investment, even if as obnoxious as it sounds, they have some investment in sitting there and telling WWE, I don't like Roman Reigns or I don't like Bobby Lashley, which that's their right, good for you, but if you really want to make a difference, get up and go to the bathroom. I mean, I'll probably be about five beers in by the time this gets there, so I might not remember all of it. Um, actually, five beers at the show, probably about an additional 12 Corona lights there earlier in the day. So, you know, I agree with everything you say, Justin. There's not much more else to say about this feud. You know, it's two very similar guys in terms of uh, their lack of creativity on the microphone, their lack of character development. I mean, Lashley is the same guy that he was 10 years ago. Roman Reigns is the same guy that he was when he first started. So I understand why people are upset with that. So... On the same way, where does it go in the card? How does the match end? I think Roman does win. Um, I, if I'm WWE, I throw a curveball, and I throw Bobby Lashley picking up a clean victory over Roman Reigns. The crowd would like that. I think people would appreciate the fact that Roman's not winning again on a useless pay-per-view, and what's the point? Because he's still always going to be Roman Reigns. And quite frankly, it's going to benefit Lashley more. If you really want Lashley to be this monster and potentially be somebody that overtakes the realistic fighter-slash-wrestler that Brock Lesnar brought into WWE whenever he departs, 
Bobby Lashley is the only guy that you have. I agree with everything you said there. I think that would be a great choice. And I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that there's a lot of logic in everything you said there that this would be much better for Bobby Lashley and it'd probably get a better reaction. Uh, I guess my final question to you is, what the hell are they actually fighting for? Is it just this whole respect thing of Reigns keeps telling him that he left 10 years ago, which he did, and then Bobby Lashley I, hates the way that Roman Reigns walks around? I have no idea what they're fighting for. They're fighting for because both of them, I guess, think that they should be the next challenger to Brock Lesnar, which could be neither. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but each week here, Wrestling uh, Wrestling Inc. will bring a chair shot rally. We'll be following along. Again, WrestleRumble.com. Make your predictions. Try to win some money. It makes the show that much more enjoyable to watch, whether you're there live or watching on the WWE Network. Hit up Josh on Twitter. Hit up myself. He's Josh Eisenberg 4. I'm Justin LaBar. Comment on the video. Share, like, tell a friend. We'll be back next week with all the fallout from Extreme Rules as we will then officially be on the road to the hottest night of the summer. That is SummerSlam. Thanks to WrestleRumble. Thanks to Wrestling Inc. Thanks to Josh. I'm Justin. See you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.